And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. everybody start now with this great song from the meme fellas i am officially running it's hump day the president of the united states robin malakomi ray china virus rfk jim acosta russia russia overturning rope lunch mccarthy tudor dixon crazy nancy communism north korea born in kenya barry satoro <laughs> how can you not love this Roger Stone, drain the swamp, Ramaswamy, Taiwan, Kanye, the Queen and I, Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, laptop, keto, Pete, Hunter Biden, crack feet, Mariano, Jim Pisaki, Beta, Gisbert, goodbye, he didn't start the fire, he was always burning, since the world's been turning, he didn't start the fire, no we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Guatemala, Molotov, Kaepernick and Provorov, Herschel Walker, Charamilla, Kami, TikTok, Michael Code, Meatball, Avenatti, Rand Paul, Ivan Beckton, Tap, Calls, Iconic, Long Shot, Epstein, Weinstein, Dilly's got a meme team, Laura Luma, Rosen, Jack Masovic, Pakistan, Little Marco, Pencil Neck, Censorship, like Big Tech, Maddie Gates, Nancy Mace, Trouble, Fat by News, and we didn't start the fire. Oh yeah, the mean fellas at it again. New 
of dogs, little kid, fake news strikes again. Michael Flynn cracking Ukraine invasion. Prince in Arabia, British royals mania. Horse face CNN, Mike Pence not a friend. Deep state, Twitter X, China spy, swole sex. Trump votes thrown away. What else do I have to say? Did it start the fire? They went all out with this one. The mean fellas of the Tilly Mean Team. These guys are the best. Juicy booty. <laughs> All right. The meme fellas. Dilly meme team. Good morning, everybody. There's a couple members of the Dilly meme team, the meme fellas, actually, that are working on a uh, Patriot cigar meme video, possibly. Not really sure, but I hear it's going to be awesome. All right. I missed you guys yesterday. I had to drive my daughter to the her first day of middle school. She just got on the bus. Middle school. Oh, God. It's happening. She's getting older. The meme fellas are epic. Lorraine, good morning. Blue Boy Life. I saw Black Rain Patriot in there. Wicked Jester. Who else? I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but... <clears throat> You know who you are. Oh, Black Rain Patriot. Good morning. 66 and foggy here in Central PA. Our governor is a huge piece of shit who just defunded Christian abortion, alternative services, and gave $8 million to Planned Parenthood to murder and chop up babies. Who would have thought Pennsylvania is going to end up just ugh. Being shit like New York and California. Her first day was good. She loves it. They get a lot of freedom. And, uh, you know, she's, my daughter's based, so she's not, you know, she knows what's what. And, you know, she's got me and a mother and we, we're, we're, you know, we are who we are. And, uh, you know, she's not going to let any, I'm lucky I live in a school district where none of that fuckery is going on. They had tried a couple years ago with the masks and, uh, Actually pulled her out for a year, and she went to a homeschool co-op in fourth grade. But in fifth grade, she wanted to go back to regular school because of all of her friends. And, you know, we did it for fifth grade, which was the last day of the, the last year of the elementary school. And everything was great. Everything was fine. And we told her, listen, the first sign of any nonsense going on, we're pulling you out again. She understood, but, and, you know, not disappointed. She gets it. But she's also smart enough. I mean, she's 10 going on 11. She's smart enough where she... She knows she knows the deal. So I I I trust her wholeheartedly. Like she uh 
and she'll say things that other kids are doing and it's like these these kids are crazy you know whatever but anyway yeah so middle school it's just a little overwhelming you know a little girl to oh what lip gloss is she gonna wear and earrings and she's going to to you know middle school and talking about the bell ringing and you know just all the shit we did and it just brings me back to when i was in middle school and high school and the degenerate i was stay away from degenerates like me when you're in school and we're okay all right so yeah that was my day yesterday and it's weird because i haven't you know well i think about i'm 10 weeks into the morning show something like that and i haven't uh, missed one so it was weird it's like oh all right so we're back, and I don't anticipate missing any more. Um, we got a lot going on. The hit the like, please hit the follow. Um, you guys are doing it because the again, Rumble channels are hard to grow. They are when you're a small channel, but in the last couple of days, the um, the followers have uh, jumped, the viewership has jumped, and I appreciate everything you guys are doing. I see some of you, you know, you're sharing it on out on your Twitters and, and stuff like that, which is great. Every little bit helps. It's how, the, it's how channels grow. As Tim Pool says, it's word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast, you know, and here we are. So this week, unfortunately, last night, weren't able to do We The People Radio with James Curry. We're off this Friday, so there's no evening shows this week. We may do one over the weekend. We're not sure yet. Got to look up at scheduling, but we'll be back next week for regular evening shows, Tuesdays and Fridays, I believe, next week. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Just so much going on. School starting, this, that. I'm just a, there's a lot going on. Speaking of, where do I want to start? All right. Well, actually, let's start with this. Yesterday, another January 6th. Or actually, it's so on a big scale and a small scale. Again, January 6th. They are still hunting people like the Nazis hunted Jews in Poland. Like, they don't care. They're still swarming houses. They just did it to a guy. The Hodge twins posted something. I think a friend of theirs in Tennessee. Just the other day, you know, like 20 FBI agents raided his home and his business. The guy's a business owner. His wife had just had a miscarriage. Just literally just happened the other day. Locked him up for nonsense, nonviolent crimes, gunpoint, SWAT teams, the whole thing. They're sending a message, and I think it's, I think it's important to know that they're going to keep doing this and trying to drive the message home to people like you, to people like me, to people that want to question elections, that want to protest anything that the government is doing, that they will come after you and they will use any type of intimidation tactic they can on the regular Joe Schmo middle-class American that might succumb to any type of large government intimidation, especially when it comes to law enforcement agencies. So we have to realize that. Um, yesterday, there was a uh, two that I know of. There were two sentencings. One of uh, Enri uh, Enrique Tario, who, you know, the leader of the Proud Boys, who they, who's like, I don't know, half, I don't know if he's half Cuban or whatever he is. He's not white, that's for sure, and he's accused of being a white supremacist. Got 22 years for the Capitol riots, and I, he was charged and convicted of seditious conspiracy. And yes, before any of these retards out there go ahead and say, well, you know, because he was not in D.C. that day, but that's where they, there's the workaround. He's the leader of the Proud Boys, and they're trying to make the Proud Boys look like they were planning to overthrow the government. 
when I'd imagine if the Proud Boys or any other uh, group, whether they want to label them as right-wing extremists, whatever they want to label them as, it's all bullshit. If they were going to overthrow the government, I'd imagine the plan would be a little bit better and there would be a hell of a lot of guns involved. A hell of a lot of guns. And there was zero. I'm imagining there probably would have been people shot if this is an attempt of an overthrow of government. I believe um, it would be violence would have been um, over the top if this was going to be a seditious conspiracy to overthrow the government and try to hijack an election, which let's face it, even if that were the case and you had 50 people show up with guns, it would not, a lot of people would die, unfortunately, but it wouldn't last long. And every single person with one of a gun in their hand would be lying dead on the Capitol lawn because of whether it's law enforcement or military, whatever it might be, even if it lasted for a few hours and it was a standoff, no one's over, you know, the, the, the shaman who dressed as a buffalo is not going to be in, was was not going to be installed as king of the United States or anything like that. Like it just wasn't going to happen. Right. Never saw an insurrection happen with selfie stick and hats and seventy year old grandmas walking around smoking a cigarette with a American flag hanging over his shoulder. It's such bullshit, and that's very important. Uh, Jobs dead ninety seven is. Don't be intimidated. And and unfortunately, it's it's easier said than done because there are so many people that are intimidated by even the sight of local law enforcement, let alone the FBI. And they do this by design. And Jobs Dead, you know this, being on, but that when you were on the job, <clears throat> you show up in force, and now it's like bearcats on the lawn. It's it's bright lights, it's loud noises, it's flashbangs, it's flak jackets, it's rifles in your face, it's it's strobing lights in your in your house. And until you experience it or I've seen it up close and personal, you don't know and you don't realize how intimidating that could be, of course, to the regular Joe Blow middle-class American. And here again, this guy, Enrico Tario. Listen, I'm not saying I want to be friends with this guy, you know, and he says some shit that's off the wall and weird and whatever, but 22 years not being in the city of D.C. that day, This whole seditious conspiracy, it's all bullshit. Again, it's to send a message. It's to send a message to every proud boy out there that to, hey, hang up your golf shirt, hang up your hat. It's no, you don't want to be a member of this drinking club because now the government has labeled you as a domestic terrorist group. They can label anybody as a domestic terrorist group. What they should be doing is labeling Planned Parenthood as a domestic terrorist group and and stop funding them $8 million and more and millions and hundreds of millions and billions of dollars to murder, chop up, and, you know, babies. So maybe Planned Parenthood should be a domestic terrorist group. Well, you you know, you got neo-Nazis running around. It's just, listen, the clown world living is at epic proportions right now. And it really, if you sit down and, you know, just... Think about it and just think about it to yourself and you just think of all the things that's going on and how the government and media is spinning narratives. It's like it, it, the, the real question is, is this real life? Yeah, that's what they want. That's what they want. Absolutely, Lorianne. They're trying to silence us. The police state is here, and I, I would agree with that to a degree. But again, what are they going to do? They're going to arrest everybody? They want to. I mean, they're out, again, they're out hunting people that were in and around the Capitol that day. 
I'm not sure if he was arrested on his way into the city. I'm not sure. Neither here nor there, even if he was. You know, this is America. Go wherever he wants. But fact of the matter is, he was given 22 years, and he wasn't in the city. And I, again, I get it. Well, you know, it's conspiracy, and he conspired to overtake the Capitol and overthrow an election. I, and they wanted 33 years for the guy. They did want 33 years. He's got the highest sentence so far. I'm not an attorney. I'm not going to get into the legalities of it. I just go by what we've seen as Americans unfold that day and then all the details that have been uncovered since. It's all bullshit. So he's got the record high sentence for January 6th defendants. I think right behind him is Stuart Rhodes, who got 18 years, who was on this sh- on, on this uh, show with James and I on a Freedom Friday right after he was convicted and he was in the jail. He called in to the show. <laughs> And then you had, what was it, <clears throat> Biggs, Purple Heart recipient, veteran, high, you know, highly decorated military veteran, gets 17 years for the same thing. 39 years old, not in D.C. on January 6th, and due to his arrest. Oh, so, okay. So he was arrested in the city two days prior for allegedly defacing a Black Lives Matter banner, which you're not allowed to do. You're only allowed to burn American flags. Only allowed to burn American flags. If you touch a pride flag, if you touch a Black Lives Matter flag, they will arrest you and they will uh, label you as a white supremacist, a bigot, a conspiracy theorist, and everything else. So after his arrest, the judge ordered him to leave the nation's capital. Okay. So, so Tario spent the majority of January 6th at a Baltimore hotel. Okay, so he was arrested for the Black Lives Matter banner. He was told to leave the Capitol. And then he was in Baltimore at a hotel on January 6th, you know, conspiring to take over the government. I'm sure he had a whole war room set up, and he had if, – if that was the case, then Enrico Tario, you weren't a very good planner. Again, nobody had weapons. Nobody had guns. Nobody had explosives. Nobody – I mean, come on. One guy was walking around in a flak jacket with zip ties, and I don't even think he was a proud boy. He was just some retard. Prosecutor said, Tario's absence from the city on that day does nothing to detract from the severity of his conduct because he was a general rather than a soldier. He was a general of the Proud Boys. So he was just there directing them from a, a hotel in Baltimore. Federal prosecutor said Tario is a gifted communicator who excels at attracting followers. Aren't we all? <laughs> Not me who use those talents to inflame and radicalize untold numbers of followers, promoting political violence in general and orchestrating and charged conspiracies in particular. All word salad, all bullshit, all nonsense. Tatario, January 6th, was an act of revolution, prosecutors added. Tatario was one of four Proud Boys convicted of seditious conspiracy after a trial in May. Judge Timothy Kelly applied a terrorism sentencing enhancement as he did with some of Tatario's co-defendants. This is the Terrorism sentencing enhancement, I told you, they're going to start using, not just for these people that were charged with seditious conspiracy, they're going to start slipping it in for everybody. They tried a sentencing enhancement for Chris Worrell. They were going to give him more time. He fled, still missing. The the, the kid in 
uh, <clears throat> Utah, who, who entered the Capitol at 19 years old. They locked him up at 22, saw what they were doing. The people couldn't take it. He killed himself. Uh, someone else, I think, got a sentencing enhancement. They're not going to use it for everybody, but they are going to use it when and if they can. No problem. They'll slip it in, and there's nothing anyone will be able to do about it. Nobody's talking about it. Hold on a second. Oh, I just want, I saw something caught my eye. Okay. Hey, band mom. Band mom's in the house. AP unfiltered. I saw you. Carol Davis. Good morning from Iowa, as always. <clears throat> so this is just... This is stupid. Tario's attorney, Sabino Joggery, I'm not even going to attempt that one. Fought, I did. Fought back against the terrorism label, arguing that Tario is a misguided patriot. What the fuck does even that mean? If my lawyer said that about me, I'd smack him in his teeth and fire him. I'm a misguided patriot. No, I love my country. I didn't do anything wrong. Fuck off. I'm not a misguided patriot. I love America and the Constitution, and I think what's going on is bullshit. I think we have major problems in our elections. I think we have major, we have huge problems in our government. And I'm going to exercise my constitutional right, and I'm going to assemble peacefully. I'm going to protest peacefully, and I'm going to make my voice heard. Nobody, none of these people, I'm sorry, but if people were charged with seditious conspiracy, you would have to think if this was a legit conspiracy of trying to overthrow the government, there would be murders. There 100% would be murders. But they called to hang Mike Pence. First of all, that was a chant. Who started it? Who knows? That was ridiculous. Nobody got killed except for Ashley Babbitt and a few others by the Capitol Police and other people. The lawyer goes on, my client is no terrorist. My client, yeah, my client is a misguided patriot. That is so ridiculous. That that term is just, I, that his lawyer did him no favors saying he's a misguided patriot. Misguided by who? This is probably one of the lawyers that is saying, hey, listen, you have to blame everything on Donald Trump. And I don't know if he did. I don't know what, what he said. Oh, Hog's in the house. Hog, I just played We Didn't Start the Fire by the Meme Fellas. And I opened the show with that. I'm probably going to close the show with it, too. Four-minute song. I, and I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to watch a Dilly show. I wonder if he complained that it was over two minutes, that song. But that was a great song. I like that song from Billy Joel. I like Billy Joel's music. I hate Billy Joel's politics. I've met him several times. I think he's shit. But his old music, I like. It is what it is. So now we go from... This guy, Enrique Torrio, where I knew he was going to get a lot of time. I knew it. I mean, they're giving one guy 17 years. They're giving another guy 18 years. He's the head honcho. They were asking 33 years. They gave him 22. Completely ridiculous. Will he beat this on appeal? Who knows? Our other battle is getting Donald Trump through the primary. Well, I shouldn't say that. He's going to get through the primary. The real battle is if they allow him on the ballot and what the RNC does and what all of these commie states decide to do with their attorney generals. But... Then the battle is getting him through the general, getting him into the Oval Office to see what happens then as far as pardons and commuted sentences. And again, and I will say it, the bl blanket pardon and I, was, I was never in agreement with because there are people there that did commit crimes that they should be held accountable for. However, I think most of them even served the amount of time they should have 
So maybe some people get full pardons and commuted sentences. Some people just get commuted sentences. But you got to live with the conviction because you fucked up that day. You went there. You made a bad decision. You didn't go there to make a bad decision. You went there to protest. You were emotionally charged. You ended up making a bad decision. And there definitely was not the majority of people there. And you might have to stick with the charge, but your sentence may get commuted or whatever the case is. I, I heard from the man himself in a room with few people that said he wants to go case by case and almost form like a task force, like a J6 task force. And I even know some names that might be on that task force to look at every case with lawyers and people with knowledge of that day and everything else and say, listen, this person should really be considered for this and deserves this. This person, eh, not so much. And I know some people even don't agree with that. And they're like, they should just, everyone should be blanket pardoned. And I'm sorry, but if you caused harm to someone, if you beat up a cop, if you did whatever, uh, just the act itself, uh, I'm, I'm not liking. And then you have people who are getting sentenced on a smaller scale. So I don't know how many people follow him. I follow him and he follows me, uh, Alexander Shepard and... He was sentenced yesterday to one year and seven months incarceration for his role in the protest of January 6th. The government claimed that he stopped the certification of the election and that his unapologetic claims of widespread voter fraud, along with his continued observation, I don't have the whole tweet. And it doesn't even matter what the rest of it is. I'm pulling this up for a reason. Where... Now you have DeSantis people, Laura, I'm, Laura Ann, I'm going to address that in a minute because the 14th Amendment doesn't even apply to Donald Trump, no matter how they slice it. But they'll try. Now you have DeSantis supporters are, are, are now publicly wishing life in prison for January 6ers, like right here in this tweet, Provorov King. Hope you get life in prison. They're also wishing this for Donald Trump. I posted on my Twitter the other day three or four different DeSantis supporters, their Twitter handle and their their, their cover page to show that they're 100% DeSantis. They're either DeSantis, DeSantis supporters or their bot accounts or whatever it is. And then their tweet directed toward Donald Trump, basically wishing that he would die in prison. Okay, so this individual here, Provorov King, I attended a small event with Ron DeSantis, the next president of the United States today. The team is more confident than ever in the winning the winning the prime and the primary and the general election. This momentum began with the uh, Bob Vanderplatz forum with Tucker Carlson. He will win. That's back on July twentieth, twenty twenty three. This guy, hardcore Ron DeSantis supporter. And then just yesterday, he retweets back at this guy who got a year and seven months for bullshit. Hope you get life in prison. This Alex Shepard wasn't even like charged with serious, serious crimes. And here a DeSantis supporter. I hope you get life in prison. What does he say about Donald Trump? DeSantis supporters. And they're coming out more and more and more. And Raheem Kassam from National Pulse had shared this. And he said... DeSantis supporters wishing life sentences on J6 defendants. 
These people just get worse and worse as they realize their clown car campaign is careening off the cliff. And it's true. But even so, even if they know that this guy, Meatball Ron, and his campaign is just flat on its face, it's dead, which apparently they're going to continue this week after his big uh, act as governor of helping the people of Florida through this hurricane, he's going to come back now and continue his presidential campaign. But even after all of that, all of these DeSantis supporters are literally, one, they'll never say that they're now, they were now irregularities in the 2020 election. They all think it's fair. They all think the, the election was fair. They all think that, or most think, I don't know, I won't say all, but most are showing their true colors, saying that every January 6th defendant should get life in prison. Donald Trump should get life in prison. Donald Trump should die in prison. Donald Trump has bad health. Everyone is going to turn on Donald Trump. Everything is Donald Trump. They're, what they're doing, it's the exact, it's the liberal playbook. It's, it's the liberal playbook. Laura Ann, you had said they say that the states are going to 14th Amendment Trump to get him off the ballot. They can't. And there are some states where they, like Arizona, it's actually against Arizona state law, and the attorney general already said that. They're going to try. There's a lawyer, actually a presidential candidate. I, was, I, didn't have, I don't have the article now. I was going to talk about it, I think, tomorrow. But there is a presidential candidate who nobody ever heard of who filed in several states about Donald Trump disqualifying him under the 14th Amendment. There's an article going around yesterday that that's actually at the end of this month is going to be heard in the Supreme Court. So, and then they get ruled on sometime in early October, I believe. I'll find it. I'll bring it up for tomorrow. But apparently that case is actually going to be seen by all nine Supreme Court justices and they may make a ruling and see if Donald Trump can be removed, maybe state by state, by the Fourteenth Amendment. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll get back to you more on that. But here's the thing: Donald Trump is not charged with seditious conspiracy. He's not charged with insurrection. He's not charged with any of that. So it seems like these are just legal scholars, both from the left and the right, the Uniparty are trying to just throw this out there in the media and file these court papers because, of course, then it's on record as in court and it goes out into the media that Donald Trump should be removed from the ballot and not be allowed to hold office under the 14th Amendment for trying to overthrow the government and all that mumbo-jumbo bullshit. The fact of the matter is he didn't. He, I mean, it couldn't be more clear of what he said and his statements were. He didn't make phone calls to everybody. Now they're saying there's, there are these there's these fake accounts going around saying just in a leak that Mark Meadows and all of the co-defendants charged with Donald Trump in Georgia are going to flip on Donald Trump. Well, let's think about that. When you flip on somebody, me and you commit a crime. They lock me up. You're still on the loose. Or they have us both locked up. And now they're going to intimidate us on who's going to flip on who to tell the real story of what happened or a version of the story that's good enough to get a conviction. You need a crime to occur for someone to flip. And this is the thing. First, they have to prove the crime occurred. No crime occurred. So what they're doing is, well, look, here's the crime. There are, because now in this country, you're guilty until proven innocent. 
that's the narrative and that's the society we live in. Getting arrested and indicted in most people's heads, especially this whole boomer population is, you've been arrested, you're a bad person. You've been indicted, you're a bad person. You are guilty. That is the society we live in. It doesn't matter what the Constitution says. It doesn't matter what your state constitution says. It doesn't matter where it says that you're innocent until proven guilty. No. You got arrested. You're a very bad person. How many wrongful arrests do we see in the United States? How many wrongful convictions do we see in the United States? How many times do we see people getting out, whether it's a uh, another trial or uh, the, the the trial was tainted and they've spent 18 years, 20 years of their life in jail for a crime they didn't commit? How many times do we see that? Where is society then realizing the breakdown of the system, the corruption of the system? local and federal. Look what they did to Roger Stone. They convicted him on bullshit, bullshit charges over a fake hoax, something made up. This is how easy it is to screw you on a federal level. No, we, we do. It's true. We no longer live in a society where it's innocent until proven guilty. And I don't even, I don't know if we ever did, but it's worse now than ever. That's, that's a fact. And it all matters on what the propaganda arm of the left wing does on, on, on media, mainstream media, social media, and what the boomers are going to believe and push out there. And all their fraternal organizations are going to get behind. It's all a fucking scam. Okay? So they're going to arrest everybody to show that we're all bad. They're going to keep hunting people down. They're going to, it doesn't matter if they did anything nonviolent or violent. They're going to raid their houses with SWAT teams and Bearcats on their front lawn just to prove a point. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Look, you see all these bad people. It's like they waited. But, it, you know, listen, this gets, this gets crazier. Okay. The whole January 6th thing. So, like the title says, literally, and this, this is a, a Gateway Pundit ex exclusive. And Jim Hoft was on the war room. We'll listen a little bit of this. I didn't listen to the clip, but the FBI created 3,200 January 6th playing cards to identify, surveil, and punish Americans who attended January 6th protests. Can you imagine? Look, look, here's Stuart Rhodes. They have one for everybody. They may, have a, they may have your face on a playing card. It might not just be for January 6th defendants. It might be for MAGA hat-wearing Trump supporters who are on social media, who say certain things, who have podcasts, maybe have shows called, titled certain things. Uh, I mean, if anybody has, anybody in the FBI, if you have a, a playing card with my face on it, I'd be happy to autograph it for you if you want it, especially if it says MAGA mornings and has my Rumble channel on it. I'll be happy to autograph it. I don't give a shit. You can have a billboard with my face on it. I don't care. And this is just more intimidation. Earlier today, the Gateway Pundit released an interview um, who's being persecuted with this, this guy, Defendant Eric Clark, uh, who for, for walking inside the U.S. Capitol. That, that, that really doesn't matter. Eric Clark, who has had access to the original 14,000 hours of government footage from January 6th, told us about 
The clandestine system the government is using to identify the Americans who innocently walked into the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Government playing cards. Yeah, I have a card. I'll sign it. It'll be worth money one day. According to Eric, the FBI has created approximately 3,200 playing cards to identify and target the enemies of the regime. Trump supporters. Since that day in January 2021, the Biden regime has rounded up hundreds of Trump supporters, destroyed their lives, hit them with made-up crimes, bankrupted them, humiliated them, and destroyed their families like you would an enemy force at war. It's all a fact. In fact, the U.S. would treat captured enemies better than they do American citizens and Trump supporters today, which is a fact. Also, yeah, if you murdered your family, you're going to get treated better than a Trump supporter. If you commit armed robbery, if you commit rape, arson, whatever it might be in the United States, especially whether you're an American citizen or an illegal migrant, illegal alien, you're going to get treated better than a MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter that is being hunted down and charged for something more than, uh, you know, for something for January 6th. Jim Hoff later joined Steve Bannon on the war room to discuss this latest assault on the public by the regime and corrupted FBI. So I'm going to hit this button and it's probably going to go to an ad. So just bear with me a second. This knew, trick to power your home for pennies has made energy companies Stand furious. by a second. I this simple trick it. could save you thousands. Right. Let's bring in Jim Hoff. Jim, uh, a couple of things. I want to go. Laura Loomer's got this whole investigation she's now on of these Nazis that turn out to be, I don't know. We'll get into that. She's got proof. She says that, hey, they've been over in Ukraine. There's some Ukrainians there. You had Ukrainians on uh, Intel guys on uh, January 6th. The FBI knew this. Talk to me about what the – are the FBI focused on that or are they focused on American citizens, Jim Hoft? Well, Steve, according to our latest report, it appears they're they're focused on ordinary Americans who uh, are patriotic, they support the Constitution, and uh, that's who they're targeting right now, and we have proof of that. We wrote about that this morning, Steve. 3,200 playing cards. Well, walk me through this. What, what they've, yeah. they've done it like – they, we did in Baghdad during the in the Bush uh, war in Iraq, the Bush generated exactly. war in Iraq. He made up with lie. He made he made up with lies about weapons of mass destruction to send young men and women, American men and women, patriots over to Iraq to die for whatever reason, right? Because there weren't weapons of mass de- destruction. Another lie. Another, another lie. Uh, in co- criminal incompetence by the Central Intelligence Agency and the FBI and the Bush Junta. To send, I don't know, was it six or seven thousand uh, brave young patriots over to Iraq to die now on a country that's cutting long-term oil deals with their enemies, the Chinese Communist Party? Oh, and trying to figure out how to do it off the U.S. dollar. That Iraq didn't they have the thing of the of the baseball cards or the, yes. or the, or the, or the playing deck cards? Is that what they have with American citizens now? They think that's funny. That, Is that what they're doing? That, that, that's exactly what's happening. We remember the uh, Iraq uh, Saddam cards where they had Uday and Kuse, you know, the, the Jack of Spades, That's right. Saddam's Ace of Spades, and they every every patriotic American bought these decks of cards, you know, and we just terrorist trading the cards for getting them in Iraq because these were the I have some somewhere. mock the enemy. It was a way to focus on the enemy, target the enemy, know who you're looking for when you're over there fighting for America. Well, uh, we have proof today that uh, the same thing is happening now on patriotic Americans. The FBI, since January 20, since January 6th of 2021, 
they've uh, created their own sort of uh, card system, playing cards, and they have 3,200 uh, January 6th protesters uh, each have their own profile. And if you click on this profile, it'll bring up the statistics, it'll bring up uh, video, it'll I think bring they up got more than that. information on these individuals, it'll bring up, bring up any surveillance that they're currently undertaking to, to target these uh, Americans. We know, Steve, that they have uh, uh, busted in the homes of uh, doctors, prominent doctors like Dr. Simone Gold. Uh, we know that they uh, arrested just last week, they sentenced uh, the, the Isaac Yoder hey, from hey, Missouri. Hey, let me see that. Who is, we have it. Uh, they, there you uh, go. Okay, hey, they, uh, remember hey, those? Hey, oh, 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 Jim, slow down for one second. Slow I down. have these somewhere. Explain to me what's up on screen right now, because this is pretty yes. shocking. You're saying yeah, the so FBI, the just like, hang on, you're saying the, just, just like they did in Iraq with our enemies, you're saying they made playing cards with pictures of American citizens on them? Uh, exactly. And we know this because one of the J6 prisoners notified us of this, Eric Clark. I spoke with him last night. I have the audio posted on our website. He has access to this information from January 6th. And they, for each individual they've arrested, they've targeted, they've harassed, they've sentenced, the lives they've ruined, they have a playing card. They have a card that you can click on. That's what he calls it. It's like playing cards. You click on it, you get all this background. I want to be the ace of spades. So um, as you can see, that's a representation of, of what they have with the FBI. But um, they have 3,200. They've already arrested, uh, you know, what, 1,500 or so? They're um, not done. They've stormed a lot of homes, broken down doors. Uh, as I was saying, they, they sentenced George Washington, the guy who dresses George Washington, to a year in prison last week because he dressed as George Washington and walked in the U.S. Capitol. Um, <laughs> and they didn't give him back his clothes, by the way. The MAGA Disney character is getting locked up. Costume. Um, <laughs> he can't. And they're doing this to uh, hundreds and hundreds of more Americans. And they each have a profile now for, for the FBI. Um, and this is what they're doing to ordinary Americans. We're the enemies now. Just like Saddam. And his henchmen and his sons were the enemies in Iraq. Now the Americans uh, who, uh, who who support Donald Trump, who went to the January 6th protests, and um, many of them who walked in to the uh, U.S. Capitol, including Eric Clark, who I spoke with last night, walked in, saw no violence, walked out, um, said it was a spiritual experience. Now he's being targeted by this government. Um, this is Chris Ray. This is Merrick Garland. This is Joe Biden. And this is what they're doing to their political opposition. We know what they've done to Donald but, Trump. But, but, but hang we on. We know what but they're doing to his people. It is. It, it is. But it, the, the Republican House is going to fund it. The Republican House is actually yep. wants to fund a new FBI headquarters that's bigger than the Pentagon. Yep. To be built in Northern Virginia. So you have the CIA at Langley. You'll have the, you'll have the uh, FBI over there in a building bigger than the Pentagon. Why does the FBI need a building Bigger than the Pentagon. More playing cards. Tens of billions of dollars. I can have a print shop. It should be defund the FBI. This is another example. All right. I don't need to hear Steve Bannon talk about what I've been saying for a long time. Um, playing cards. They're coming after Americans. They, and you, all right, they call them playing cards. They had the terrorist playing cards. I doubt that they have on, although you never know, January 6th uh, defendants or suspects with like the ace of spades or, or you know, the two of clubs and stuff like that. The, the fact of the matter is that they have these profiles on everybody and they're using them, easily identifying them. They're calling them playing cards and they're hunting people and they're going to continue to hunt people. And just like Steve Bannon said, the House Republicans are still funding this. 
Matt Gates put out some ridiculous tweet yesterday that I saw about apologizing that he hasn't done enough in the last eight months. Like, what the fuck is that, Matt Gates? Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're all useless. And I said this the other day. Who's standing up for January 6th families? Why would the House GOP, the Freedom Caucus specifically, why would they not whip the numbers and say, we're not voting on a goddamn thing until we get answers and transparency on January 6th and all 44,000 uh, hours of footage is released to the American public with no restrictions and no redactions on what we're allowing Merrick Garland, Chris Ray, and the DOJ do to these January Sixers. Still, they're hunting them like dogs. Why are we allowing this? And why isn't the House GOP right now, rhetorical question, because they're all gutless, spineless fucks, why aren't they shutting this government down? This government should be shut down. It should be the longest and most grueling government shutdown in American fucking history. Close it through Thanksgiving. Close it through Christmas. Fuck you. Close it till next summer until they do something. And the first thing these gutless pricks need to do is an emotion to vacate and get rid of Kevin McCarthy. I don't know who the answer is to replace him. Put Byron Donalds in there. But even so, all of them, some of them I respect, some of them I like the way they talk, some of them I like the way they walk, do something. What are you doing? Why aren't you on the Capitol steps every day with 30, 40, 50 Republicans with billboards on the sentencing enhancement, January 6th families, the kid that just killed themselves? Fuck your tweets that you probably didn't even put out yourself. Everyone needs to be held accountable. And it's shit like this that makes people crazy, that makes people want to protest, that makes people want to show up and speak up. And then they end up being coming the political prisoners They because they spoke up and they showed up. So now they're all seditious conspiracy terrorists. Lock them up. You're going to question us, foot on your neck, lock them up. We are in a third world fucking country, and it is aggravating. They're all cucks. They are all evil, self-serving pieces of shit. All of them. And it's really infuriating and frustrating to say that. Because we know what we want. And it aggravates me every time I'm at, a at an event and somebody of notoriety mentions Marjorie Taylor Greene and how great she is, and I look at wherever I'm sitting and go, she's a piece of shit. She's doing nothing. She, who can she blow today? Uh, she's either going to bang a, a reporter or she's going to bang the speaker or she's going to bang a staffer or one of her gym trainers. Just stop. These people are human. They put your pants, they put their pants on the same way you do every morning. Nothing more, nothing less. They're fucking nobodies. And they're all useless. All of them. They're all grifting, scumbag pieces of shit. And then you have people out there like Laura Loomer breaking her ass hour upon hour, spending money, not getting paid by anybody, 
and then actually putting her life in jeopardy when she's going after neo-Nazis in Florida who are threatening her life. Who else is going to be threatening her life? Whether, you know, Republicans hate her, Democrats hate her, DeSantis people hate her, you know, because she's got the receipts and she's really the only one out there. There's a few of them doing it on different levels. James O'Keefe, culture war shit, school stuff, great. Laura Loomer going after Republicans, going after the Biden regime, but mostly Republicans and showing that the, the, the gutless just frauds that they all are. Yeah, they all took the money. And I, I don't know, like Matt Gates, he prides himself on not taking corporate money when it, for, his, for his fundraising. That he's, and I think he's, he, I mean, he keeps saying it. It's just annoying. If I had a forehead like Matt Gates, I mean, I'd, I'd have that fucking thing, a billboard, like release the January 6th tapes. He should put that right on his fucking big giant forehead. I don't give a shit. Like, these people don't impress me. They, they don't. And they shouldn't impress you. They're regular fucking people that were able to raise money and get backing and win an election. Maybe win an election, unless it was rigged. Oh, we're not allowed to say that. Listen, memers out there on the Dilly Meme team, we need MAGA playing cards. For every MAGA influencer or podcaster out there who has a mouth and a platform, we should have domestic terrorists MAGA playing cards. It needs to happen. Who do I gotta to, who do I gotta blow to make this happen? I'm gonna I'm gonna send I'm gonna send Dilly a message today. It's really frustrating. It's really for maybe we may go a little over uh, an hour today because there's a cut. So January 6th playing cards, they're hunting us like dogs. Not us. I wasn't even there. MAGA Republicans, they're hunting us like dogs. But it doesn't matter that I wasn't there. I speak out about it. I mean, look at me. Look at me. I'm dripping in MAGA extremist domestic terrorism. My 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 MAGA extremism is just I got the drip. It's it's just it's only a matter of time. Maybe I'll look out, and if they come with the Bearcat, they're all cigar smokers, and I can just put Patriot cigars in all their mouths, and they'll all be happy. Hey, these cigars are great. Let's not lock up these this guy. They'll probably find a reason to put me out of business. As a matter of fact, Patriot Cigar Company, it's mine, and you should be supporting it. MyPatriotCigars.com. Some of the best cigars you'll ever smoke. And if you don't smoke, the way this world is, why aren't you starting? And if you're smoking cigarettes, put them down because they'll kill you. Cigars won't kill you. They're good for your mental health. Cigars are my yoga. MyPatriotCigars.com, the finest tobacco Nicaragua has to offer, and the Nicaraguan government gets zero cents from all the tobacco I source. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. Or go get yourself a hat. Go get yourself a shirt. We the people trucker hats. You should be out there telling people far and wide about the Patriot Cigar Company because I do great things with this company and I employ great people. Or you could buy a cigar for a deployed service member for a deep discount, only $9.95 a cigar, and we get it in the mouths of deployed service members all over the world and the country. And you can also use the 25% promo code MAGA on that. So it won't even cost you $9.95. We'll make it happen. It's for a good cause. It's a great business. It's my business. I'm a patriot. I'm a conservative. Fuck you, pay me and order cigars. 
I'm on a roll today. I'm, I'm aggravated. I'm, I'm, I'm not aggravated. I'm energized. I'm frustrated. A lot of frustration going on. MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA. 25% off. I will stop asking you for your money now. No, I won't. So on Monday, when I went live, I started official the Patriot Freedom Project uh, gift card drive for January 6th kids for Christmas. What the Patriot Freedom Project does is they take and they get all kinds of donations of gift cards and money. They get gift cards and they give them out so that these kids who are missing a father or mother for years in prison can have a decent Christmas through the Patriot Freedom Project. Okay? And if you're not familiar with the Patriot Freedom Project, you hear me talking about it all the time. You should go there and check them out. PatriotFreedomProject.com. Legal defense, mortgages, electric bills, medical bills, doctor visits, everything you can imagine. This is what the Patriot Freedom Project is all about, and I'm heavily involved in it with my good friend Cynthia Hughes and all the board members she has, and Donald Trump is 100% fully behind this. He hosts events for them and uh, everything else. So what we're doing is on the Rumble chat, if you see at the bottom of the chat, you see the little dollar sign. It's Rumble Rants. Couple people gave some on Monday. I'm not asking for your money every day. I'm just I'm I'm gonna speak about it. Right now, if you hit that button and you give a dollar, you give five dollars, whatever amount you give, from now until Thanksgiving is going to go towards every dollar of it is going to go towards the Patriot Freedom Project gift card drives to give January 6th kids a great Christmas. But not only that, I'm going to match a dollar for dollar out of my own pocket. I'm not just taking your money and donating it. So right now, $50 was donated by supporters. I'm sorry, I think $55. Let's just say 50 for just to round it off. I think it's 50. I have to look. In any case, that's now 100 bucks because if it's 50, I'm putting $50 of my own money in. Okay? So whatever we rate, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a bunch of gift cards or I'm going to speak to Cynthia if she just wants the money to get the gift cards, like Amazon gift cards and shit like that. I'm going to um, make that happen so that these kids, and I'm only one person, there's a lot of other people doing it, uh, that these kids can have, I've met some of these kids and it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, when you see an eight-year-old, a 15-year-old, whatever it is, they're missing their parent, mostly their fathers, some of them their mothers, over bullshit. All right, I want to get to one last thing. And so this one's big, and I'm not going to be able to get to all the information. Laura Loomer's a fucking savage, and she's great. And if you're not following her, you need to. And you should even consider supporting her monetarily because she works strictly off donations. I've done it. So many people have done it because she needs to be able to keep doing this. She's the only one that's doing it at the level that she's doing it. And I have to say, and I've spoken to some people, mutual friends of hers and mine, and, and I even said it to her. I said, you know, you got to be careful. Maybe you need to hire security. Maybe you just need, maybe she did. She can confirm or deny, but there are some really bad people out there that really do bad, bad things. And, you know, she's not stopping. And she said it. She's, she, she's willing to just put it out there and, and sacrifice it all to expose whatever she can, especially about gutless, corrupt piece of garbage members of the GOP. So she had 
put out this whole thing. Yeah, there you go. It's a Discord or Twitter. You should definitely be following her on 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 Twitter. Uh, she's at Laura Loomer. I'm gonna actually pull up her Twitter in a second. But this was um, an American Faith article. FBI identified Ukrainian operatives and neo Nazis at U.S. Capitol on January 6th. I got to tell you, there's so much information, and it came out so fast. I was unable to do it all. See, Laura Ann, you gave ten bucks. I think you gave ten bucks on Monday. No, don't give all your money. I was so appreciate it. So appreciative, Laura Ann. Ten bucks donating to these families means we're doing more than any house GOP cuck. You're absolutely right. And people like us that can do so little, and we're still doing more than House Republicans are doing for anyone involved in January sixth, because you know what they're doing? Fucking nothing. That's what they're doing. That is exactly what they're doing, and they're shit. So that little thing you did right there, Lorianne, and gave 10 bucks, which now turned into $20 towards giving a January 6th get a good Christmas. You've done more than any, any, whether it's firebrand or piece of shit. When I say firebrand, I just mean a piece of shit with a big mouth at this point. House Republican doing anything for January 6th people and family. They may stood on the Capitol steps once and said, oh, support the Patriot Freedom Project. We have to try to get into the jail. And they got denied three times, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates. What have you done for them or advocated for them lately? No, Rocket, if you go right into the chat where you just chatted in, there's a little dollar sign. Right when you go to type in what you just typed in, how do I c contribute? Right next to that, to the left, there's a little dollar sign. If you click on that, I think you have to put payment information in through Rumble. It's just like you, a you who listen to me. I'm an idiot. YouTube super chats. Well, then you can donate right here, and we'll see it. Whether it's a dollar, five dollars, and then I'll match it. So again, let me see if I can pull up. Give me one second. Okay. So here is the Rumble channel. You're not, so you, don't, you can't see my pointer, but right at the bottom where you see the subscribe with the red ring around it, where it says your message here, right to the left of that is a gray circle with a green money sign. You can hit that and you can send money direct to the channel. And then just like how you see highlighted, Laura Ann gave that $10. If you wish to give something as little as a dollar, it gets matched dollar for dollar by me. And I'm going to give that money to the Patriot Freedom Project, Cynthia Hughes, or, or, the, or the, the physical gift cards so that we can, make, uh, we can make Christmas great again as best as we can for January 6th, kids. So that's that. Mobile app supports Rumble Rants as well. I didn't know that. So if you're on the mobile app and you can do it, great or PC, whatever it is. Um, I'm going to do something else, too. I'm going to do a giveaway like I spoke about. Uh, maybe I'll bring that up tomorrow. I didn't have a chance to do it today as far as what I want to do with the, um, the, the Art of the Tweets book that Donald Trump put out. I have one of those and a hat, and I'm going to do something through the cigar site where it's a raffle, and I'm going to take that money, and I'm going to put it towards, uh, I think, January 6th stuff, too. So I'll, uh, I'll get more into that as well. I'm, try I'm trying to do what I can. As much as I can. Okay, let me get back to this. I know it's 9 o'clock. I'm going over. It is what it is. If you could stick around, I get it. I know some of you are just here for the hour, and you got to go and, and, and you know, do your day. So, But uh, I'm on a roll right now. Okay, 
So again, Laura Loomer, American Faith wrote this article based on what she put out. And again, there's so much information. So what I would tell you is follow Laura Loomer on Twitter because her feed moves so fast because there's so much information. And right away, so she puts out, she's too many, she's already, yeah, okay. So she posted seven hours ago, exclusive Laura Loomer investigation. I have conducted an investigation and I believe that for the sake of national security, public interest, and how my own personal, and now my own personal safety, I need to immediately release and publish what I have uncovered about the United States government's involvement in recruiting violent American Nazis, white supremacists, and domestic terrorists, and turning them into mercenaries and confidential informants in Ukraine to fight against Russians and kill civilians. Now, again, we know the whole Nazi issue and Ukrainians and the, you know, the, the neo-Nazis over there. Upon their return to the U.S., some of these Nazis are now engaging in perpetrating hate crimes and other felonies in the U.S., and they appear to be protected by our government from serving prison time, have received delayed prison time, and even reduced prison time. As many of you saw this weekend, I stumbled upon, and this is Laura Loomer, I stumbled upon a Nazi rally in Altamonte Springs, Florida, where I encountered 50 swastika flag-waving Nazis affiliated with Blood Tribe and Goyam Defense League, GDL. One of the individuals in attendance who I filmed at this rally on 9-2-23 is a U.S. citizen and Nazi named Kent Boneface McClellan. At the rally, he was... Sieg hailing while screaming Slava Ukraine. His whole entire body and face is covered in tattoos, including many Nazi tattoos. His whole face is like a, he's got a tattooed as a skull. <clears throat> as I have exposed, he is a Nazi who has traveled abroad to Ukraine to fight in the Ukraine-Russia war. He is an American citizen who was recently given Ukraine citizenship. Interesting. I have overwhelming evidence that Nazis who are being backed by our government have not only murdered civilians overseas, but they have also been engaging in war crimes. In the case of Kent Boneface McClellan, who resides in Florida, he is a Nazi, a domestic terrorist, and a violent felon who was arrested in Florida in 2012 by the FBI. He was put on the U.S. terror watch list, and then in 2014, he was recruited by the CIA and the DOD reportedly paid him to travel to Ukraine in 2014 to join Right Sector and then the Nazi Azov Battalion in 2022, which our taxpayer dollars are now unfortunately funding, which a lot of that money is going missing, by the way. It's being embezzled, all kinds of crazy shit going on, and we just want to keep giving hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine to fund white supremacists and the murdering of civilians and Russians and other people. Upon his return to the U.S. circa 2022, I have discovered via my investigation, again, Laura Luma's investigation, that McClellan received a U.S. Army expeditionary, expeditionary medal for his services in Ukraine. My investigation has uncovered social media posts he posted in which he posed for a picture in Ukraine while wearing an Azov Battalion uniform next to the dead body of a civilian. The image, which I sent to a forensic analyst for verification, has been authenticated. 
Why is the Joe Biden regime funding Nazi death squads in Ukraine with U.S. taxpayer dollars? I received a phone call from Kent Boneface McClellan at 1 a.m. last night after someone leaked my personal cell phone number to him. That's a shame, too. It's a shame. And Laura Loom is very approachable. She's very easy. I, I text with her. And after he was seen saying, we have a visual on Loomer. I'll show you that clip in a little bit. On a ham radio, he is not licensed to operate. He published that video on his Twitter account and tagged Laura Loomer. During the phone call I had with McClellan last night, he gave me confessions of various crimes. Here is the evidence of what our U.S. government is doing in Ukraine. These are war crimes. I have... I have a responsibility to share this damning information I have uncovered with the world. And there's identity verification for Kent vote, uh, Boneface McClellan that she had posted. There's, there's videos of stuff. I mean, go to Laura Loomer's page and just read the threads. There's so much. This is a video obtained by police camera, uh, camera uh, body camera footage in Escambia County, Florida, where they they knew he was on a list, this guy McClellan. Um, there are there's so much on her Twitter page. And again, here, the American Faith reported on it. Again, FBI identified Ukrainian operatives and neo-Nazis at US Capitol. And a startling re- revelation. It's a lot of reading, but this is this is crazy important stuff that the mainstream media is not going to report on. You're not even going to you you may not get a lot of decentralized media reporting on this one because it's Laura Loomer and a lot of people are jealous of her because of her relationships with certain people especially Donald Trump and others and the work that she's doing and it's just easy to call her a, a conspiracy theorist because uh she's a she's a a free speech absolutist so uh, she doesn't care if you talk bad about anybody she, you have the right to do it it's free speech and a lot of people don't like that how would we know all this if she hadn't gone and got her hair did? Yeah, and people are accusing her for that. Oh, she just so happened to stumble across these Nazis, right? Like they're actually accusing her for being part of the planning of this, like some psyop. You know, and I could tell you from experience, she's not involved in any sick psyop like that. Like this, it's, it's and she doesn't need, at this point in the game, she doesn't need a story like this to elevate her. She doesn't at all. In a startling revelation, independent investigative journalist Laura Loomer claims to have exclusively confirmed the presence of Ukrainian operatives and neo-Nazis at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. This could be a game changer. Drawing attention to a possible foreign threat, Loomer states, I have exclusively confirmed that the FBI identified Ukrainian operatives and neo-Nazis were at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The report specifically mentions a private interview between the American shaman, Jacob Chansley, you know, Buffalo man, and the FBI. In this interaction, Loomer notes the FBI questioned Chansley about his association with a Ukrainian operative with whom he was photographed on the day of the Capitol breach. Loomer recounts during the private interview with the American shaman, the FBI asked him how he knew a Ukrainian operative who took a photo with him the day of January 6, 2021. Further emphasizing the severity of the claim she has, Chainsley didn't know the guy, and the and FBI confirmed that the Ukrainian Sergei Dubinin was a Ukrainian spy 
who was affiliated with the Nazi Azov Battalion, which they also said doesn't exist, by the way, like Antifa. According to Loomer's investigation, the U.S. Capitol may have been penetrated by Ukrainian spies, suggesting a significant lapse in domestic security. Well, that's no surprise either, especially with the corrupt intelligence agencies that we have that use these people as assets. Expressing deep concern, she asserts, this means the U.S. Capitol was penetrated by Ukrainian spies and the U.S. government and FBI have still not arrested these people or made the public aware of foreign penetration. (laughs) Penetration. But think about it. I mean, I, I often say, because I think the FBI is in on it and, and knew these people were there. And they were questioning him. How did he know them? So here's the thing. I've been saying that it's not just – it's not FBI agents that were throughout the crowd. It was federal government assets, people owned by the FBI and the CIA, people that were avoiding prison time, people that were, were confidential informants that were owned by the FBI and the CIA and told to do some a, a certain task. Otherwise, they could spend the rest of their life in prison. And desperate people do desperate things. Remember that. Desperate people do desperate things. Furthermore, she alleges this is an act of war by Ukraine against the United States. And yet the U.S. government has sent $200 billion to Ukraine in the last two years. I don't know if it would be an act of war against the Ukrainian government. It's, it's an arguable point, but uh, rogue organizations or, or rogue units within the Ukrainian government. But no, nothing surprises me at that point. I just wanted to make that point. It is an arguable uh, point about whether it was the actual uh, an act of war by, by the Ukrainian government or rogue entities within it. Neither here nor there. It's screwed up. Loomer's report delves into what she believes to be a deeper conspiracy implicating the CIA in orchestrating a color revolution in the U.S. utilizing both Ukrainian and American Nazis. It, it, listen, the days of thinking all of this sounds conspiratorial is over. How many conspiracy theories, air quotes, have become truths, have become reality, and we're like, holy shit, that really happened. Is this one of them? It could be. She alleges the CIA is funding a color color revolution in the United States via Ukrainian Nazis and American Nazis who are being recruited by the CIA and FBI to fight overseas in the Azov Battalion. Just remember, people, Russians killed Nazis. Americans hired them for our government. NASA Operation Paperclip. That's a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. Just remember that. And the more and more you think about it, how fucked up it is, does that hold a relevance to what's happening right now? Azov Battalion. Russians killed Nazis. As far as government goes and what orders were and what actually happened in the war, you know, we came in and cleaned up after Russia, after Russia won the war. They killed him. We hired what was left. Am I wrong? Am I a conspiracy theorist? Am I factually wrong? She claims that these actions... Oh, where am I? Oh, the implications of Loomer's report are profound, suggesting that various agencies may not have been complicit in efforts to subvert the U.S. government. 
She claims that these actions were geared toward vilifying certain political movements and figures, stating, the reality is these people are Democrats and Biden supporters, and the FBI has been hiding the fact that Ukrainian operatives penetrated the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Toward the conclusion of her report, Loomer warns of more immediate threat, emphasizing that now the CIA and FBI are using Ukrainian Nazis to instigate racial division in the U.S. during an election year. That right there is very important. The FBI and CIA, the possibility most likely happening, are using Ukrainian Nazis to in instigate racial division in the U.S. during the election year and make it seem like it's all, look at these right-wing extremists when they're not, and the guy's spilling it and saying it. He wants to vote for Biden because he sends more rockets to Ukraine because they want to kill Russians because Russians hate Nazis, and they're Nazis. And like in old, the old days, the United States is hiring Ukrainian Nazis to cause issues in the United States. Wow, this just gets better. According to her, there was a part of a CIA-funded domestic terror operation intended to interfere in the U.S. election and make sure Donald Trump is never allowed to be president ever again. I can't disagree with that whatsoever. I can't even say that's outlandish. Look what's going on. Ending on a gravely serious note, Loomer calls the alleged activities treason, demanding everyone involved needs to go to prison. Or worse, because if it is treason, we know what the punishment is for that. I believe the Azov was at January 6th, too. How would we know all this if she hadn't gone and, and got her? Oh, yeah, I saw that already and got her hair did. You're right. And again, you have to, if you're not following Laura Loomer, you're doing yourself a disservice. You don't have to like her as a person. You don't. You don't have to like her as a person, but you have to give her the credit of doing the work that she's doing. No one's doing this. Any member of Congress going to take this and speak about it, or is Marjorie Taylor Greene going to say she's a conspiracy theorist and she shouldn't be trusted? I think it's Marjorie Taylor Greene that shouldn't be trusted. I think with all of the sperm she's ingested in her time in Congress, cheating on her husband, and the money she's received from people, I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene should ever be trusted again. And to be honest with you, uh, I, I really, even though she's a great fundraiser, unfortunately, I'd love to see her lose the next term because she's useless and does nothing for us, the American people. Lauren Boebert, same thing, and I think she's on her way out. I'm done sugarcoating shit. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates. maybe he's getting his act together. I don't know. He flip-flops here and there as far as what he's speaking about. You know, I motion to vacate Kevin McCarthy should happen, should happen immediately. Kevin McCarthy's a piece of shit. That's why we need people in Congress who I believe would work on things like this. J.R. Majewski out of Ohio, Joe Kent in Washington State. I can't think of anybody else right now. Corey Mills, who I like now, who I was very vocal against because I was supporting Anthony Sabatini. Well, I've had conversations with Corey Mills. He just needs to get his act together a little bit more. They all need to get their act together and start speaking out about a lot of this shit. I don't believe the Trump team knew any of it. Why would, they, why would they want the team that they wanted out desperately to know any of this? That's the issue. That's the issue here. So why would Team Trump, why would they know anything before January 6th? A lot of this stuff was planned in advance, obviously. And that's why so many other things have happened. But they didn't want them to know. 
unless they were plants working against the people that are still that have survived surrounding themselves with Donald Trump. So I I I don't know. Cuz I think a lot of people that might have been involved or had knowledge and didn't get jobs in his cuz you know when a past president leaves, they can hire people and that they have a whole budget. They didn't get a job at Mar-a-Lago, so they turned against him and started talking shit about him and, and even making up lies about him. Like, let me finish this quick, and I'll, I'll end with that. Th- these stories that Loomer is working on with these Ukrainian Nazis are important. Oh, really quick, I'll play this. Hold on. This is the, the tweet that she had retweeted. Hold on. Give me one second here. It's really short, but this is Brian McClellan in a car. And tell me this isn't odd and threatening. We got visual on Luma. Over. We have on a ham radio. We have... We, got visual on Loomer. we have Over. visual on Loomer. And this is him with all the tattoos. And then actually, hold on. I want to bring that back. I hit the wrong button. I want to bring back the actual tweet that she put out. And he's on he's on Twitter at Boneface the MC. He has a many he has under a thousand followers, but this guy, you know, he's former Azov regiment. I mean, the guy's a neo-Nazi, he's not hiding it. And she says, uh, Boneface. I'm really not scared of you. I drew you out into the public as a Nazi CIA asset, and you have only just confirmed what I reported. You're a felon. You were arrested for domestic terrorism in Florida in 2012, and you were picked up by the CIA in 2014 to join right sector. Felons can't get licensed to use ham ham radios, but anybody can buy one and use it on license. I mean, a license is a piece of paper, so... I know people that use ham radios that don't have a ham license, but that's neither here nor there. The only way you'd be able to get away with your actions that you are broadcasting publicly now on Twitter in an effort to threaten me is if you're a protected intelligence asset. Yeah, he is. I know all about how the CIA made a deal with you to gather intelligence in Ukraine against the Russians, and now they are using you and your brother to recruit more Nazis to fight in Ukraine. I am not scared of you. You are a Nazi CIA asset, and you should be in prison. She tagged the CIA and FBI and said, "Is the CIA and FBI is enabling Nazi assets to threaten Jewish investigative journalists and investigate violence domestically and intentionally. This is a major scandal I have uncovered, and the media needs to report on this. Joe Biden's administration is working with with and funding Nazis and Ukrainian spies to create a color revolution in the United States and interfere in U.S. elections. And I agree, but I think it goes it goes way beyond Joe Biden. All of this does it goes way beyond Joe Biden. It goes way beyond um, I, I don't know. it's uh it's very it's very it's very concerning, all of this. and it needs to be talked about. And no one, no one is going to talk about it but her and people like us. 
And we're going to keep sending money to Ukraine, people. We're going to keep sending money to Ukraine. And there are so many people that are paid with whether it's money or access or other ways or they're just bot accounts to go after people like Laura Loomer. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Trump isn't involved with Azov Nazis or anything like that. And I don't even think it's Biden. It's just people within... Listen... This goes, this goes further than Biden. Biden is a temporary pawn there, and he's not even in charge. We're talking about, we're talking about deep state bureaucrats, unelected people and in intelligence agencies. Because I'll even say it. Biden is not ordering any of this. Biden is just there. So this is beyond the Oval Office. This goes deeper than that. I mean, you have to see it. And this, this is what make, makes it more troubling is that the moves that these people can make are concerning and frightening. And it should really concern a lot of people who are uh, speaking out, but it should not intimidate you from speaking out. I, I'm, I, I'm, no one's going to intimidate me. You know, it is what it is. They're going to have to put a bullet in my head to stop me, and I think – even more so people like Laura Loomer will agree she's not going to stop and she's not. And I, listen, most 30 year old women at this point would probably be like, I got to pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, she's not, she's going full speed ahead and it's going to be, I think be wild in the next coming. She's so fast with it. I say next coming weeks, next coming days could probably be wild by the weekend. I'd say one of the most important Twitter feeds to pay attention to is Laura Loomer's Twitter feed. And if for some reason X get rid of, gets rid of her, and listen, I'll tell you, listen, she's doing this. She's not getting paid by anybody. Hit the subscribe button. Give her a donation. I mean, you can go to her website too, loomer.com. Here's her website. A lot of the steps on it. She got a tip line, a lot of stuff on there. You could sign up for a sub stack. Biden doesn't even know what color Thursday is. Um, Thursday is purple. Everyone knows Thursday is purple. So retract that statement right now. I, you know, there's a lot of stuff here on our website and you should be checking it out. I'm not saying she's the only media you should be paying attention to, but there are some stories that she's working on that nobody else is. It's a fact. All right, everybody. I went over. Not a big deal. What is today? It's hump day. It's Wednesday. Like follow subscribe if you again so inclined to donate in the rumble chats all of the money's going towards giving january 6 kids a great christmas through the patriot freedom project working on some stuff with cynthia use the great founder of uh patriot freedom project and i'll match it dollar for dollar i mean, we're we're already over 100 bucks so we're doing it till Thanksgiving and then gift cards and I'll be updating all of that. And I'll be asking every day, you want to throw a dollar in? You want to throw two bucks in? Do the ramble, the rumble rants, not ramble rants. He's a great daily team memer. And we'll, uh, we'll make it happen. We, we need, I've, I've, again, I've met some of these kids. 
Let me just see, just to show you. And I think I shared it right before we go. Give me a second. No, I have, oh no, 40 more lawns. Dude, it's like 90 degrees today and yesterday, job's dead. Make sure you're hydrating. If you're, are you out there really landscaping and you just got a bunch of people working for you? Come on, you could be honest. You retired cops don't really like to work a lot. No, I'm just breaking your chops. Most of my friends are either cops or retired cops. I was a former New York City medic. I think I mentioned that. I didn't even, if you want to share where, I think you said you worked NYPD. If you want to share the last place you worked, I always like to ask people. I started out in East New York and Brooklyn at a Brookdale hospital. So like the 7375 precinct area. Then was we'd work in Jamaica, Washington Heights. We're bouncing around. And then I ended up in the Flushing area, the 109-111 area. So I don't know where you worked. Thanks for popping in, band mom. Always good to see you. Laura Ann, I saw you had a go-to. I'm look. Oh, here we go. I found it. This is recently. And I, I actually had to ask permission to share these first. So just don't think I'm just posting kids willy-nilly. Um, it was, but this was one of the events. Um, you, you're out there doing all those lawns? God, God bless you. Four, four. Oh, the the boogie down. I did some deployments in that area on the bus. The four four. Oh man. Yep. You know <laughs> you're the real deal. <laughs> so this is Donald Trump with some of the J six kids. They were so happy to see him. He spent a lot of time with them. This was at one event uh, for the Patriot Freedom Project, and these are the kids that need Christmases. They need to know that they're not forgotten. And these are just a fraction of some of the kids. Okay. Just a fraction. There are so many out there. So, so many. And here's another picture. This was the last one. Um, and again, you know, Trump isn't even scheduled to show up at these. He just shows up, you know, and says, just hangs out. No, nothing prepared. Hangs out and speaks with them. Um, this kid, this little kid, that night, he like broke down and bawled because he was so happy to see Donald Trump and everything that he's been doing. Um. And he is, he, he's a lot of people saying Donald Trump is doing nothing for January Sixers, but what they don't see is that he is. And the reason they don't see it is because he's not looking, he's not, he's not trying to politicize it. Like other people are trying to politicize it against him. He's doing what he's doing and I see it in real time and people don't have to believe me. I mean, I don't expect everybody to believe me. As a matter of fact, I was accused, I was accused of taking these photos randomly off the internet by a January. Oh, here we go. I'm going to blow this person up. D, Brooklyn born 39. You should give her a visit on Twitter and tell her what a piece of shit she is. When I posted these pictures, she said, you literally took photos from the internet, have no idea why those kids are with Trump, but created a narrative. They are families of January Sixers. This is the piece of shit DeSantis people we're dealing with. I took these pictures. I was there. This is January 6th, kids. And some cunt turns around and accuses me of taking these photos off the internet. Yes, D, Brooklyn-born 39, a cunt for disparaging these January 6th kids. Fuck you. And this is who I'm determined to help give good Christmases to, these kids. So, 
Sorry I dropped the C word so early in the morning. I just don't care anymore, people, and I hope bad language doesn't offend you. And if it does, well, don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. That's all I got to say. I am going... Hold on. I don't know if I still have it. Give me one second here. We're going to close out. I just think it's great. And I think these guys need all the notoriety they can get and all the exposure they can get over the Dilly meme team. So I'm going to close back with the song again. If you didn't hear it at the beginning of the show, you better be following all the all these memers of the Millie, the Dilly meme team. Ramble Rants, Mags, Hogman, uh, who's in the chat every morning, um, so, C3P me, so many of them, so many. Dilly meme team, look them up. Another great video. Malakomi Ray, China virus RFK, Jim Acosta, Russia, Russia, overturning Rome. Lutz McCarthy, Judah Dixon, crazy Nancy, communism, North Korea, born in Kenya, Paris, Toro. Roger Stone, drain the swamp, Ramaswamy, Taiwan, Kanye, the Queen and I, Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, laptop, keto Pete, Hunter Biden, crack feet, Mariano, Jim Pisaki, Beta, Gisbert, goodbye, he didn't start the fire, he was always burning, since the world's been turning, he didn't start the fire, but we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Guatemala, Molotov, Kaepernick and Provorov, Herschel Walker, Jaron Miller, Communic Top, <laughs> Michael Code, Meatball, Avenatti, Red Bull, Ivan Beckett, Tap, Calls, Iconic, Long Shot, Epstein, Weinstein, Dilly's got a meme team, Laura Luma, Rosen, Jack Basobi, Pakistan, Little Marco, Pencil Net, Censorship, like Big Tech, Maddie Gates, Nancy Mace, Trouble, Fat by News, and we didn't start the fire. Let's be at the top of the billboard charts. It is a great song. Times little Kim fake news strikes again. Michael Flynn cracking Ukraine invasion. Prince in Arabia, British royals mania. Horse face CNN. Mike Pence not a friend. Deep state Twitter X. China spy swallow sex. Trump votes thrown away. What else do I have to say? Did it start the fire? It was always burning since the world's eternity. Did it start the fire? No, we did. 
Great memers, Machiavelli memes, C3P meme, the meme fellas of the Dilly meme team. These guys are great. Love them. Love these guys. The whole Dilly meme team. All right, everybody. Actually, right now, messaging with AP Unfiltered as as the, the song's going about a possible Discord chat. I'm going to talk to him a little bit more about it. I'm familiar with Discord. I know what it is. I, I probably even have a Discord name. I actually am friends with the guys um, who moderate and run the one of the really, really big Trump Discords. Like, they follow me and stuff. But... um. I'm. I think. Uh, I think AP Unfiltered is very familiar with Discord. We're going to talk to him and may start a Discord. He's going to start it and moderate it and whatever. Literally just texting now. But anyway, it minor details of stuff. Hit the follow. Hit the thumbs up. I really appreciate you being here again every morning. I will be back tomorrow morning, eight a.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, the rest of the week I'm here as always. Typically Monday to Friday. Again. I had to be absent yesterday for my daughter. But, uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow morning. I appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. Keep it up. Don't stop. Do not comply. We will not comply with all this bullshit they might be bringing back. And uh, what do I listen to until Dilly? What's today? Today's Wednesday. I don't know if you subscribed. Audio only. My favorite podcast. Steak for Breakfast podcast. They're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Anyway, you can download podcasts. They drop episodes every Tuesday and Friday evenings. Their yesterday show is out. Uh, they had Chris uh, Lasavita on, who's the Trump campaign uh, manager. Paul and Gracia. Uh, they always have great guests. A lot of Trump surrogates. Liz Harrington comes through. Cash Patel comes through. Pete Navarro. Uh, Roger Stone's been on. A bunch of them. So you should get into They do like two and a half hour shows sometimes. Uh, Steak for Breakfast podcast. Give them a listen. Give them a follow. Give them a subscribe. Great friends of mine. I do make appearances on that show quite frequently. As a matter of fact, Roan from Steak for Breakfast right now is calling me. And um, I'm going to answer that. As always, MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow.